Good evening and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. I'm Xander, he's Keegan, and we are here for our EPL picks for this weekend. We got five we got five apiece Saturday and Sunday because we are starting that midweek action in full oh. next week uh, with uh, with matches scattered across several midweek days. Um, but before we get into the heat of things, uh, why don't you go ahead and drop that like, drop that subscribe if you've made it this far into the episode. Uh, leave a comment and we'll read it on the air. If it's nice, I'll make that caveat. If it is nice. Uh, but what do you say we go ahead and just you know get down to business, get down to brass tacks. I don't know. Is that tax T-A-C-K-S or tax T-A-X? I can never remember which one it is. doesn't I matter. Know. I've never even heard that saying, so. Oh, well, well, it is one. It is some sort of idiom uh, that I'm not sure of the origin. I think it's T-A-C-K-S. Uh, Anyways, Arsenal and Wolverhampton is our first match. Um, I'm scared for this because uh, as you'll hear in tomorrow morning's episode with our breakdown of the Champions League action that occurred this midweek, Arsenal's on a bit of a good form uh, with their dismantling of uh, Linz in that one. Um, so my Wolves, I, I'm not super confident in. Um, we've managed to get things somewhat put together since Neto went out, but not a great result last week. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think... Uh... I have this as a two to one Arsenal win. Yeah. I think like we've seen already this season, Wolves loves to play to their competition. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me if they somehow got a point. Due to the midweek Arsenal thrashing of Lens, I think that they're gonna have a little bit more confidence going in. So mm-hmm. hard for me to pick against them. But again, yeah. Wolves, especially away at the big club so far, they've been playing pretty well. So it would not shock me if they come out swinging. Been playing decent, but it's Emirates Stadium, and I think that it goes 3-1 Arsenal. I think that they just keep it rolling. Um, they'll be they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, looking to maybe salt this one away early and, and get some people some, some rest, but I think that they come in and get full points against the Wolves, against Wolverhampton. I just don't think I don't think that we we will be able to produce enough on off uh, on the attack to make a dent against Arsenal. I just we'll do better than Linz. We'll actually play defense, but I don't think it will be any sort Let's of point. Not count our chickens before they hatch. I, I think we will be able to play I, I, at the very least. Our goalkeeper will do better. Um, Raul yeah. will, will do better there. Uh, yeah, but I I don't have much of a hope for it. Uh, on to the next one. Brentford hosts Luton at GTEC Community Stadium. Can Brentford uh, bounce back after a decent showing against Arsenal last week? Or can I... Luton continue the momentum after the surprise victory over Crystal? Luton's been playing pretty well as of late. It's true. They got a couple of... The Man U result wasn't as great. They lost 1-0 you know, right before the international break. But, I mean, beating Crystal Palace is no thing to, uh, you know. Nothing to to scoff at. at. So, yeah, you know. So, 
I think that Luton Town can continue that momentum. Really? Brentford, they kind of look in disarray. They're not mm-hmm. sure what kind of team they want to be, whether they want to be an attacking team or a defensive team or a possession team. You kind of get a different vibe each game. So, I don't know. I like Luton Town in this one. I have them winning 2-1. 2-1. I've got it. I've got it more as Luton comes back down to earth. Uh, They're away on this one, Uh, so they are. This is uh, they. They were able to hold up at home against Crystal Palace, and their their home results have been pretty decent recently. I mean, drawing Liverpool and beating Crystal is good, but away they don't travel the best. Uh, And I think Brentford will be focused on getting the points here, kind of getting back on the right foot uh, Mm -hmm. against Luton Town. I think it's two zero. I think it's two zero to Brentford. I think they get some points back up on the board and kind of get their get their gears back in order, uh, back to where they were when they were on a, a several game win streak just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Loon's a good side to get back on 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 proper footing with. Uh, so, I that's how I've got it shaken out. Now to a very important match here. Now will it be a very good match? Doubt it. I highly doubt that it will be good, but it is important. Burnley hosts Sheffield United at Turf Moor. Uh, I have this one. I have. I, I think that Sheffield United has been at least producing regularly goals recently. Um, it, you know, they, they've been scoring more than Burnley. I think that carries through here. I think Sheffield United gets all three points with a late goal uh, going over Brent Burnley. Excuse me, two to one. At the away side. Yeah, this game, I think it's going to end up being a draw Mm one-to-one. Mainly because these teams are only separated by one goal difference. Yep. Burnley has scored 10 goals, Sheffield United 11, and Burnley has given up two less. So neither team seems to be good at scoring nor good at defense. Burnley's going to take a lot of the possession. Mm -hmm. I don't see them making it making a point of that possession often nope so i mean we talk about it every week you know it's like yeah they might as well just be out there doing a warm-up for 75 minutes of the game yeah just, just doing that around. that classic keep away warm-up where you've got like four guys on the outside and two in the middle trying to steal it uh, you know my my dad would call that the old prevent offense mm-hmm. you know you're just really trying to hold it so the other team doesn't score um, yeah. But you're not really doing anything to help yourself. So I have it one one. I think they each get a goal, but I don't really think there's anything separating the two teams. No, and I mean that would that shows with how they've done so far. Uh, speaking of one one results, I've got that for the next one here: Nottingham Forest and Everton. Speaking of teams a little bit in in disarray, Everton. I never know what to expect for them. They've lost ten points off their total for the season, so that's not good. Nottingham Forest. Have not looked good in recent weeks on this uh, uh, either on either side of the international break, um, mm-hmm. losing three to do in both of those, both home and away. Uh, and I think this one it just peters out. It's a one-one draw. Uh, Everton's happy to get a point, but it doesn't help them a lot to get out of their current situation. Uh, yeah. They're in in relegation zone. Yeah, I think that. Everton has the stuff to be able to do it. Will they do it? I don't know. I think that they're still kind of reeling from the, the deduction. Mm-hmm. It showed that, at least for me, it looked like mentally they were not there um, in the last weekend. So No. 
I don't know. I think they shake it off. I also had a 1-1 draw. I think that they they get a first goal. Nottingham comes back and fights back. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't think they're going to win. But a draw away is a good start. That it would be it would be one step in the right direction. So at least you're getting some points. Uh, yeah. Now to to two teams here that are playing that are certainly disappointed coming off of the midweek. We'll talk about it more in the in the Champions League episode, but Newcastle and Manchester United, both these teams. I mean, one of them more along the lines of they feel jilted. Uh, Manchester United feels like they should have done better because they mm-hmm. should have done better. But that's kind of the story of their season. Uh, Newcastle hosts Manchester United at St James's Park. How do you think they come off the midweek disappointment? These two. I think Newcastle wins four one. Wow. I think it's a late night game over there in um, St. James's Park. Mm-hmm. It It's going to be rocking. Probably raining. That, you know, it's been I raining the, for everything so yeah, far. I look at the goal difference between these two teams. It's 17 to 0 so far this season. Granted, one of those being an 8 0 win, but clearly Newcastle scoring goals. Obviously, the midweek didn't work out, but I think they have more momentum than United does. And United's 3-0 victory in Everton, that was just kind of – that was one of those outliers this season yeah. that you're not quite sure what happened there. So I just don't think that United can sustain playing defense against a really good side as long as they do against the worst bottom-half bottom right. team. Right. So I think it's 4-1. I think it, it gets away from them. Yeah, I, I don't think it's quite that bad um, for Man U. I still have Newcastle winning 2-0. Uh, but this is this is a pretty important uh, match here for Manchester United as they are going into uh, a stretch coming up here later in December that's that's not very nice for them. Um, mm-hmm. Chelsea, you know, that's not great. But but they're eventually going to hit Liverpool, West Ham, and Aston Villa in a three game stretch. Uh, I mean, Nottingham Forest, you know, could you could catch them on a bad day, and then Spurs. So it. It could get going into the deep winter. They need to get some points while they can, because I think that they'll they'll fall off a little bit during those during those. Yeah. Uh, seeing them at six and Newcastle at seven. At Newcastle has been rather up and down this year, but I think that they they, they I think that they will feel they are the jilted ones in this instance, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like they will come through and kind of take it out on Man U with that two nil victory. Not quite a four one, but two nil nonetheless. That wraps up the Saturday action, uh, moving over to the Sunday action with the, one of the early matches. Uh, Bournemouth hosts Aston Villa there at Vitality Stadium. Um, how you have this one shaken out? Well, Aston Villa's rocking. I mean, they mm-hmm. just cannot do anything wrong at the moment. Uh, Unai Emery has them just steamrolling anyone in their way. And I don't think Bournemouth is the team that stops them. I think Aston Villa yeah. goes in, they pick the cherries, and they crush them. And I don't, I'm thinking four one in this one as well. You know what? The attacking of Aston Villa. It might not start out hot, but mm-hmm. I think their attacking over time is going to end up just getting the better of Bournemouth. We've got a little bit of a connection on that because I also have Villa winning four one. Yeah. Aside mm-hmm. from that weird game against uh, Nottingham Forest back in uh, early November. 
I mean, uh-huh. Villa is has won. Uh, let me see. I need to expand out my view, but at least four of the last five outright. And one of the in the away against Tottenham was is a good result. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I think that yeah, Bournemouth. I don't think has the stuff to to hold with them. Um, it, Bournemouth really is is uh, benefiting from having three sides that are not good at all this year up in the top mm-hmm. league. Plus Everton getting the minus ten. Otherwise, they could. I they could they could definitely be in that relegation talk. But I think there's just. There's just teams worse than you. And sometimes you get lucky like that. There's just worse teams than you are. And yeah. it, it's it's sort of that uh, that one saying, right? When If you're ever attacked by a bear, you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to beat – you just have to be faster than the slowest guy. Um, it's True. a little bit more pithy than that. But that's the gist of it. And they I feel like that's – They have won three of their last four though. So – True. Bad I mean it's, it's true. But it was Sheffield United. Uh, they – how they beat Newcastle, like I said, Newcastle, you can't ever figure it out. They <laughs> lost 6-1 to one against City, and they beat Burnley. So, like I said, Sheffield United, Burnley, those two of the three were the sides that are worse than you. So, you, yeah. you're getting the points where you should be getting the points, and you should feel good about that. But mm-hmm. outside of that, every point is is sort of a gift. Uh, so, I, I and I don't think they get any this weekend. Now... Moving on from that to Chelsea hosting Brighton at Stamford Bridge in good old London town. I've got this one as a thrilling affair, a 3-3 affair. Now, will I go so far as to say that somebody's going to get a red card in like the 63rd minute, uh, probably Chelsea, and they're going to give up a lead? No, I'm not going to be that specific because that would be Ooh. insane. But I do think it's going to be I think it's going to be high scoring. Brighton always scores and always concedes. That's the thing. So there will at least yeah. be a goal on either side of this. Uh, three, three to three. I think that's just something that Chelsea loves to do. They love to get, score a lot and give up a lot at the same time. Um, oh yeah. So it's I think that it's now it may not be the best football you'll watch all year, but it will be exciting. Yeah, Deserby, I mean, it seems like every week they bring a new team that after their like first five games where they exploded, mm-hmm. it seems like they're kind of like Newcastle. You're not sure who they're going to get. Right. So I have a 2-2 draw. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chelsea's that good. But like you said, they like scoring and they like conceding. So both teams, I think it doesn't get too out of hand, but it's going to be a more exciting 2-2 draw. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly certainly ripe for that sort of action. Uh, next up, Liverpool hosts Fulham. How do you have this one shaking out? Does Fulham does Fulham get out of here respectably? I I think it'll be two to zero. I don't think it'll be too crazy of a match. Mm. I think mainly because of the midweek action. I think yeah. Liverpool gets up early and makes some subs. They start to slow it down. Yeah. Kind of possess more so they can save their legs. Because, like you said, the, the deep winter is coming. Yeah. And you almost play a game every three three to four days. So I think they'll be okay with getting out ahead quick and then just kind of stalling. So I have a 2-0. Yeah, it's sort of an anaconda-type game where they just squeeze you. They, they get a little bit on you, and then they squeeze you to death. Uh, definitely could see that. I've got a little bit more than that. I've got a three nail victory for Liverpool because uh, I don't I don't trust Tim Ream in that back line. I think he, you know, I he does not doesn't have a broken wrist or hand or whatever anymore. 
But uh, I think this ends up feeling pretty similar to the 3-0 victory over Brentford a couple weeks ago Ooh. for Liverpool. Uh, and also the 3-0 victory over Nottingham Forest where they just... It's it's sort of they just end up easing into a goal. It's like, oh, I mean, if you're going to give it to us, sure, we'll take it. Because Fulham will definitely do that for you. They will lose. They will not track a guy on the backside of the play. <laughs> and they'll let him get yeah. a free header in there. Seem That's very Fulham for this year. And I think that, that carries through at least three. I, mean, I don't doubt it. I mean, it could get yeah. out of hand really quickly. I just think Liverpool is going to be like, eh, we're okay. We got the yeah, win. You know, we're, we're fine. Home. We're okay. We'll take we'll take two nil. We'll take three nil. We'll take one nil. I don't think it'll stay one nil though. Um, it either no. goes more than one to zero or maybe a one one draw. But I don't think Fulham has it in them. Uh, all right, second to last match, also at nine a.m. We got four simultaneous nine a.m.ers there on on Sunday. Uh, West Ham and Crystal Palace there at London Stadium in London. One of our London derbies. This one would be. Uh, not sure what this one is, but it is one of them. There are a lot of them this year. Uh, what teams are going to show up for these two? That's the question. Who's going to show up for West Ham and Crystal Palace? You know, I I don't know. I think, yeah. again, these are two types of teams that in a two- to three-game stretch, they've looked really good, and then they've looked really poor. Ultimately, I think West Ham is the better side. Mm-hmm. I have them winning two to one. I think they just have a bit more aerial presence. Mm-hmm. So that's going to end up getting them. I think they'll get a couple of headers and crosses and maybe score off a corner. I don't know. I can just see two headers going in just because they're so big and tall. And Crystal Palace, they'll get a goal because they're shifty. But, yeah, honestly, I don't think this will be very exciting. Yeah. So still still be 2-1. It's not an exciting one. I've got it as a 2-2. As a two- 2-2 draw, actually, uh, for, I, for for the point apiece. Uh, this is a mid-table clash. I mean, I, I, it'll feel like it. It'll be a little sloppy. I, I, I'm i not sure what the forecast is, but I can imagine just being a, a sloppy 2-2 two two where, you know, both just the sides. for a field. Yeah. Just really yeah, it's, logging it out. You're like, well, I mean, we'll get out of here 2-2. Two two. That's fine. We're not, we're not playing for much this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're ninth and thirteenth, and you know the guys at the bottom are way down at the bottom, and the guys at the top are congested up at the top, and we're in that middle section. Um, yeah. So it, it, I don't think there'll be much to say about it in the end. Uh, and then to the big match for the weekend, eleven thirty on Sunday, Manchester City versus Tottenham Hotspur at Etihad. Important note: at the Etihad. Uh, how how are you how are you feeling about this one here? I never like a, a match against Tottenham. Tottenham has been the one team over the in, pretty much in the Guardiola era mm-hmm. that we could have won thirty six matches in a year, but if we lost two, it was always the Tottenham. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that the midweek result for City is going to boost them to a win. It's gutsy. I think we win three to one. Wow. I think that as you'll hear in our episode that comes out tomorrow. You know, going down early in the game, 2-0, the Leipzig, not great, but that fight back, I mean, it looked like yeah. by the third goal, we were genuinely in the match. We were feeling pretty excited about it in a match that really didn't matter. So I think that momentum True. and just team camaraderie alone will kind of help boost us at home versus Tottenham. You know, 
hopefully we play three at the back. I think we play better against mm-hmm. Tottenham when we play three because they're just always so fast in the wings. But yeah, I have a three one. I hope it goes that way. Not confident it will. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it as a little bit more nervy than that. I got it two to one because I think Tottenham really wants this. I mean, they've lost three straight against sides they should have beaten. I mean, that Chelsea match was insane. Uh, if you remember that one, it was, you know, they were they were tied one to one, gave up a red card, and still could have won it even after going down two to one. Like they had chances mm-hmm. at it. I think that broke them a little bit. Because then they lose to my Wolves in in stoppage time, giving up two goals. And then they lose to Villa last week, which isn't, you know, that isn't a, it's a bad result in that you lost. But losing to Villa this year is not a terrible result. Mm. I think they're going to really, really be pressing for this one. I think they go up 1-0 early. And I think that City, similar to the midweek, uh, just work their way back into it. Just get that possession. And they... City will wear you down on defense because it's all you got to be watching everywhere all the time because there will be people making runs. I mean, it's looks like De Bruyne is not going to be back until next year, which you know, City's up near the top of the table. I mean, they're in uh, tied for second. Well, no, they're in solo second, and they don't even have arguably, arguably their best player, Kevin Kevin De Bruyne. In case you're wondering who I'm talking about, it's Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, we. I mean, the last match on the weekend. Maybe it was this match midweek. I looked at our bench, and we did not have a single attacking player on the bench. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was on the weekend. We didn't have a single attacking player due to injuries. So, yeah. I think we're not full force <clears throat> yet. So the fact that we're still in it up at the top shows our depth. So yeah, like yeah, you that, said, that was probably last Sunday when, when Grealish came down with an illness and, and wasn't able to suit up. Uh, probably yeah. just a hangover. But, uh, you know. Illness. You know, it was the flu game, right? It was the <laughs> flu game, right? Right? Right, Michael Jordan? Uh, yeah. So I that's that brings us to the end of this week. And then, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, matches on all of those days. A full slate of 10 matches during the midweek with, geez, well, how many is that? Six on Wednesday? Jeez Louise. Uh, so we'll, we'll obviously have to break those down uh, later on. Yeah. But before that, we're going to have an episode breaking down that Champions League action. Some some really some truly incredible matches. It was exciting stuff. Like a lot of goals in games that you wouldn't expect there to be a lot yeah. of goals. <laughs> e- unequally distributed amount of goals, I would say, because there are some where you're like, "Oh, this should be crazy." And then there's some that are like, "Why is this crazy?" Uh, and why isn't this crazy? Anyways, Oh, yeah. Until then, until 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 then, until until then, until then. Sure, why not? <laughs> why don't you go ahead? Uh, since we are done with this episode, why don't you go ahead and grab your coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Cody.